Welcome to the Latin Wealth Podcast, a podcast dedicated to educating the Latino community about entrepreneurship, investing, and business. Yo, what's going on, Latin Wealth family? Welcome to another episode to Wealth Wednesday, uh, a weekly show that we're going to be talking about trending news in the world, trending topics, and just what's really going on in the world from a Latino's perspective. And today we got some dope topics we're going to be jumping into. Uh, number one, we're going to jump into how to channel your fears for you to win, right? The, the things, those negative beliefs, those negative thoughts, how can we channel that into something positive and to push you to, to win in life, right? In addition, we're also going to speak about the new trending app, the new hot app on the block. It's called Threads, uh, Twitter's new competition. And then we're also going to talk about how successful people automate their life and how you can do the same. And really, what what does automating your life, what does that look like? What does it mean? We're going to jump into all of that in today's episode of Wealth Wednesday. But before we get into those topics, yo, Jeremiah, how you feeling, bro? How you doing? Feeling great, man. Happy to be here. This is another week. Uh, we got some dope topics. I know I say that all the time, but it seems like we're always picking good dope topics, man. So shouts out to Chris. Uh, topics are phenomenal. So I think people are going to get a lot of value from this week as well, man. Feeling great. A hundred percent. I know we try to pick out things that are not usually spoken about, maybe diving deep into, you know, what really successful people are doing. Like we, we study successful people all the time. So we want to speak about the things that are, are not spoken about very often. So, uh, but with that being said, um, you know, how to channel your fears, right? So first off, if you didn't listen to last week's episode, I would highly recommend that you go check that episode out. Um, we kind of dove into, you know, why people are afraid to succeed. What What is it about success that puts fear in people? Um, so we dove into that, had a great conversation. So this is kind of like the part two, the continuation of how you can channel that fear. How can you can use that fear for you to win? And I think for before we get into how to channel your fear, uh, I'm curious, Jeremiah, I think what's important what's important to talk about is how to even overcome it, right? What when you approach fear, you know, in your perspective, what are some of the different ways that you overcome it so you can actually embrace it and channel it into something positive? Uh, so the first thing I'm going to think about is: is it real? Right. Mm. A lot of times in fear, we fear things that aren't actually going to happen. Right? They're not meant to happen or they may never happen at all. So it's just something that you think of, right? It's a thought process. And so I sit and think at like, man, is this logical? Is it real? Uh, if it is, then I'm going to think about what are possible solutions or, you know, how can I handle this? Right. And if it's not real, then that makes things a whole lot easier because then I could just sit and be like, I can sit in that feeling of, okay, this is something not actual. This is just in my thoughts. So I can face this because it's really just a thought process that I'm having. So I need to analyze how I'm thinking. Maybe I need to just take a breath, sit back, you know, meditate a little bit and figure out why am I thinking like this? Did I have a disagreement with somebody? Am I am I in a bad mind space? Because so many things like fears and things that we're thinking, that thought process comes from our emotional state, mm -hmm. things that have happened. So I sit back and I think about that. But 
that's that's for me that's the first thing i do i have to assess if it's real or not so then that usually leads me down a couple of different paths so how do we know if it's real or not because like you said it is it is it something that we have to wait around and, and see eventually if this thing happens or not or how do you feel like if it's real or not no you know if something's imminent like <laughs> for example i'll give a i'll give a super easy example your spirits are going to get evicted because you haven't paid your rent in a month and a half it's a real threat like that's mm-hmm. that's real that's a real fear it's real it's going to happen that's not something that you're dreaming or just a thought that you're having you know that's going to happen versus man i get really nervous when uh when i drive cars i hope i don't get in a car accident mm-hmm. the possibilities and the likelihood of you getting into a car accident is actually very slim right and so that's that's what i'm saying so one of these things is just brought on by the thought process or fears that you have right the thoughts that you have in your head you might have you might have watched a show yesterday where people got mm-hmm. into car accidents or something bad happened in the car right and then versus something like realistic yes you will get evicted if you don't pay your rent for a month and a half that's a real fear like these are things that are actually going to happen they have basis in reality other stuff is just a thought it's just a it's a you know i mean not to say it's any less mm-hmm. frightening right still fearful but one is real, one isn't. A hundred percent. No, I love that because I came across a statistic many years ago and it always stuck with me. It was something like only seven or eight percent of the things that you actually worry about come to fruition, actually happen. So like you said, the fear of, you know what I'm saying, getting on a plane, like is this thing going to go down? Probably ain't going to happen, right? I think even flying in a plane is safer than flying in a car, right? It is. Uh, but um, no, I, I love that. And I think from my perspective, how I overcome fear is I just simply own it and just embrace it. It For me, it's that simple. Like for me, fear, it. I've, ca- I've came to my point in my life where fear is just simply an opportunity for me. It's It's uncomfortable. You know, but I think it's the way that it's going to stretch me and that's going to grow me. Right. And um, I, we kind of spoke about it last week. But for me, fear is just um, an opportunity. And I think any time that you put into the world that you want to do something, um, there's going to become challenges. Challenges are always going to come. You know what I'm saying? I believe challenges come because God wants to test what you want to see if it's even worth giving it to you. Right. Why would he give you anything that's not battle tested, that's not hasn't been through the fire? And, you know, that that fear, that challenge, whatever that is, it may come within the first week of you wanting that thing or it may come a whole year later. You know, maybe something happens in the family that tests what you want. Right. But for me, the way I look at it, fear is just simply an opportunity to challenge myself, grow and to just really stretch myself. But what if, so I see those as different, right? So challenge is a challenge. Challenge may be something that's testing you mentally or something like that. Do you see those as the same? Because for me, fear is, mm-hmm. I don't fear challenges, right? Like I actually lean into them. I love challenges. Fear for me is something that is a different category. So do you see those as one and the same in your? Do that's they a really good. No, not Go to cut you off. That's a, that's a really good point. I think. I'm not afraid. Hopefully this makes sense. I'm not afraid of the challenge, but the challenge could be fearful. Right. So, uh, you didn't miss that emotion. 
I can see that. Yeah, yeah. So I, like the example I used last week of submitting that government contract, mm-hmm. you know, I want to do it. I'm not fearful of doing this, but it's it's the uncertainty. It's the I've never done this before. It's the inexperience that may conjure up a little bit of fear. Um, yeah, that's the way I look at it. I think there could be some fear in the challenge. Okay. Yeah. I'm like trying to that. give a I'm trying to give in a different example, but yeah, I, that's the best one I got. You know what I'm saying? No, this is this is good because it's different perspectives. Everybody out there is gonna have different perspectives, right? So it's always good to see it from multiple different perspectives, how people how people see things, you know. Because like like I said, for me, fear is like a whole different for me, fear mm-hmm. is like somebody passing or something. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's yeah. that's more like or like being able to provide or something like that's that's mm-hmm. for me like fear but like if it's a challenge like i'm 100 percent with the challenge no matter yeah. I like because I, I love challenges so fear but it's different people so that shows you just how in the human psyche people address things differently mm-hmm. and that's what makes the world great man because everybody addresses things differently you have so many different mindsets and perspectives so that's awesome no, 100%. I, I do see where you're coming from. You know, there are moments where this is just flat out fear. This, this ain't no challenge, right? Well, we're talking about health and safety and all that. Right. There ain't nothing to overcome here, right? Oh. Uh, so so I, I definitely see you on that. So, um, yeah, I mean, w- talk to me, man. Like, what? how else do you channel the fear to, I mean, I guess you see it as a, as a challenge as well, but how do you channel channel it into into something great into something positive i mean if we're so if we if we're equating those to be the same right for mm-hmm. me my energy into a challenge is going to go you know all in mm-hmm. right and so i actually face i do face it head on mm-hmm. never run from it i will be very strategic with it though sit back and i assess mm-hmm. how to complete or how to get to the end to that solution that i'm seeking in the easiest manner or in the best manner possible, the least casualties, right? If it's like love and war and everything, right? But like I'm sitting and I'm actually sitting and thinking how to get to that place. And then you got to be tactical as well. It's not just about strategy. Strategy mm-hmm. is long term. That's holistic, right? Looking at the entire war. But tactical means battle by battle. So you got to think about, you know, check it. there's checkpoints. to reaching that goal or that mm-hmm. challenge to completing it. You got to go through and figure out how to get through those checkpoints. That's tactical. So you got to do both things. It's very mentally, uh, mentally taxing, I'll say. Like, you know, and it, it, it's very, it, your mental aspect has to be strong. And I think that's why a lot of people, maybe it's a due to fear, or maybe it takes them over and it's a little bit overwhelming because we haven't strengthened our mental fortitude. Because you have to yeah. be very mentally strong to face your thought process, right? Absolutely. And we, we just, we talking it up about fear and we, we, we kind of, Obviously, we're always improving and trying to figure it out as well. One thing I will say to what you just said is um, oftentimes people sit in that strategic thinking too long and oftentimes they end up not doing anything. Right. And I've, I've been I've been that person where like I'm just thinking I'm strategizing and it's like one, two, three months go by and it's like, am I even going to do this? Just, just jump paralysis into it, right? analysis. A hundred percent. So I will say, you know, definitely equally important, uh, but don't don't sit in that strategic mode for too long or else just time's going to pass you up. 
there's a saying on this and we can move on, but there's the last, there's a saying on this and it is, uh, you know, progression is better than perfection. So you sit in and being strategic and thinking about how to perfectly, no, just get in there, right? Like get some progression going, move forward. A hundred percent. Because look, if we would have said, look, we're not starting Wealth Wednesday until it's perfect. We would still be strategizing. <laughs> we'd still be thinking, okay, bro, put up the message yeah. board, like, Chris, all right, we got to get this intro. We got to get, yeah, no, man, no, no. no. We, we said the people need this, you know, that they need this commentary, the people need this information, we're giving value, and we said, let's get to it, bro. You want to do it? Yeah, let's do it. A hundred percent. Speaking about fear, competition and challenges and whatnot. You know, um, our guy, Elon Musk, he might have, he might have a little bit, might have a little bit in there. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, the new Threads app, Twitter's new competition, we're going to dive into it today. Um, You guys probably have came across it or or heard about the app at the very least. New app created by Mark Zuckerberg. And the way I look at it, it's really an extension of Instagram, I feel like, right? The way they figured out how to integrate and just like transition your followers from one app to another. I mean, it's, it's kind of brilliant, right? So uh, Threads, again, is Instagram, Facebook, Meta's version of Twitter, right? It's an app where you can go on there. And I don't even know what you would call it. Is it, it threadings? Is it, is it like tweets? What is it? What's what's the term? You know what I'm saying? No, they say thread. They say threads. Okay, like, posting a thread? Someone, yeah. yeah, a thread. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, um, sure. Text, but anyways, sexually based yeah. uh, social media. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. So, um, no, it's it's actually pretty uh, phenomenal. You know, we want to dive in today, like how we're using the app. You know, some of the benefits of the apps. Um, I came across this statistic that I shared with uh, Jeremiah and somebody else in a group message, where basically it breaks down the time to reach. 1 million users, the time that each one of these platforms took to reach 1 million users, right? So you look at Netflix, it took them three and a half years to reach 1 million users, right? Twitter, two years. Um, go down to Facebook, it took them 10 months for them to reach 1 million users. Instagram, it took them two and a half months to reach 1 million users. The new Threads app, it only took them seven hours, right? Now, uh, Jeremiah made a great point with that. You know, they they kind of I'll, I'll let you dive into that aspect of it, you know, but nonetheless, it's pretty crazy that how many people have decided to use the app, how many people actually downloaded the app. And yeah, we'll, we'll jump into it. But uh, yeah, let's dive into it. Yeah, I, I mean, for me, I think the conversation piece that we had, first and foremost, is that, it, you know, Elon, my chairs are reacting crazy. Um, Elon is He's spazzing out, right? Let's start with him. He's spazzing out. Initially, he was like, he went on and like challenged Mark Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg, I mean, I don't know if y'all seen him lately, but homie got jacked up. I mean, he's joking. No. He I, I, I don't he know if y'all jiu-jitsu. Oh, he's he's he he's about it. And he told Elon get in the octagon. He's yeah, like, you homie. you talk a lot. Let's let's get in this octagon. So he 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 says he's about to smoke. Uh, is it about to happen? Is, it, is that real? No, that's real. It was real. Bro, if if that happened, I it guarantee was, you that is the most viewed sporting event in history. Ever. Ever. <laughs> ever. But Elon would Elon's not gonna 
he's, he's that like shape. That. He's old. Well, yeah. I think Zuck is like my age. He's yeah. like 40. Elon's like 53, 55, something like that. So not to say that matters, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Elon is like spazzing out. He, he So they go through these first initials, like back and forth. And what it was, what, what was said was, was basically like a few weeks ago uh, in their little, you know, they have their own circle. You guys know mm-hmm. this, right? That, that elite mm-hmm. 0.5% of people have their own network where they talk to mm-hmm. each other. And it was, it was said amongst that little group or whatever, Elon made a stab and, and, and Zuck mm-hmm. said something. And, and uh, <laughs> Zuckerberg took offense to it. And let's just say that the reason why Threads came out when it came out, he took full advantage and basically was like, I'm wow. just going to decimate this guy. I didn't even think about that. That's crazy. It, it literally happened. And so it's crazy because Elon now says that, uh, you know, he wants to sue them for, you know, defamation for copying, you know, trademark infringement, blah, blah, blah. He, he doesn't have a case, but still, he wants to sue him. Threats is awesome. Um, it grew so fast because of what Chris was talking about. What I mentioned was that mm-hmm. technology technology is totally different. Most of these apps came out, Twitter came out like 2008 like Facebook 2005, all these apps came out like during a totally different era in technology, right? Cell phone usage, cell phone capabilities, everything was different back then versus now. Everything, we do everything on our cell phones, right? Like back then when Twitter came out, the iPhone one was coming out, like the iPhone, mm-hmm. original iPhone. So imagine yeah. how far we've come. That's what technology has enabled Instagram to do with this you know, seamless interplay between Instagram and threads because mm-hmm. all you do is press a button and all of your followers Crazy. from Instagram instantly go over and then they can follow you. It's like, it's, it's just super simple. Also shots out to mm-hmm. Zuck because mm-hmm. you delete your threads app. You got to delete your Instagram. Oh, that's crazy. I didn't know that. So it's, it's like, it's like look you. at the rules of engagement. If you delete your threads app, you have to delete your Instagram. No one's deleting their Instagram account. No one. Right? So you're not deleting the threads app, but you will delete Jeez. Twitter. That's a boss move right there. That's crazy. I didn't I wow, I didn't know that. Yep. Wow. Um man, so so what are your what are your over overall thoughts about the app? It's been about a week and a half since it's been out. Um what is it about the Reds that you like more than Twitter or vice versa? You know, do you think it's a superior app? I mean, it's, it's only been out for like a week or two, but what are your thoughts? What are your initial thoughts about it? Uh, initial offering. So this is probably more beta season for them, but they had to, yeah. they came out with it just timing wise was really good timing. Um, I do like the app. You don't have the, the text capping, right. That you did on Twitter, which they've since raised that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Right now, bandwidth wise, according to how many users you have, you can see all of your, uh, like on Twitter, you can't see all of your tweets, right? They have that limited. So you couldn't see it. You have to pay a premium service mm-hmm. to have access to a server to see all your tweets. Uh, for threads, obviously, right now, you can see all your tweet, all your threads because, mm-hmm. you know, it's just now starting. Um, user base is growing very fast, though. And so, although I do like it, um, I like the seamlessness between Instagram and that. And then I mm-hmm. do like the background when you share to another yeah. uh, meta, basically, mm-hmm. right? Another meta app. Um, the background you can share, yeah. they have their own kind of like 
background with the threads like it's it's advertising so even when you use it you see threads and they like interwoven it mm. it's really smart great marketing so i like that but i'm very anxious to see within the next maybe the next few months um, i want to see what happens when we start to get more users like 1.5 billion users when it gets to that place i want to see how they throttle it back based upon mm. usage and broad and broadband like broad width for the people that are how many people are actually on the platform when they start to integrate um, ads and stuff like that. I want to see how it works then, if it's still super useful, um, if you're still actually able to see all of your mm -hmm. people's threads, you know, if you're still yeah. able to interact with as many people. Because right now you can because it's just pure thread accounts, right? There's no mm -hmm. ads. And so I, that, I, that's what I'm curious about. I do love it. I use it. Random thoughts. You want to get mm -hmm. something off your brain, random thoughts, you can literally go there you know, post it and then share it to Facebook. Very yeah. similar to me. And I don't really use Twitter. You use Twitter, Chris? Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Your generation, I say that because Chris is like 10 years younger than me. Your generation doesn't even, you guys never even saw the mm -hmm. hate it, but you were still like, what? Probably like yeah. what? The junior high, middle school, something like that? Yeah, middle school, you guys high school a little bit. Yeah, yeah something like that. Yeah. yeah. So it's had its day. I think Twitter is down for the count. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to be around much longer. Man, so my perspective, if you guys heard when we first initially spoke about this subject, probably like a month or two ago, I wasn't the biggest fan of it. I was very skeptical, right? Um, very skeptical because I was just feeling like another app that we have to download. I, I wasn't feeling that. But what you I love what I said about then? What? You remember what I said then? Unless you can get to it through Instagram. Ah, we got we got to go ahead and get that clip, do it before and after. But look, um, what I love about Threads is, in Meta, I guess as a whole, is they're creating an ecosystem, very similar to Apple. How Apple products, and I know you don't got an Apple, <laughs> Jeremiah, but you know how it is. Like everything just pairs seamlessly with each other. I can't necessarily take my my uh my AirPods and connected to your phone as seamless as an Apple product. Sure. Same thing with threads. You know what I'm saying? You could post and it seamlessly can go to uh, Facebook and Instagram. You can sign up through Instagram and you don't have to make a whole new login. You just click a button and you have your profile. You can import everything. So I, I absolutely love that aspect. I didn't know they were going to that extent. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just really interesting, you know, for creators, in my perspective, I think it's phenomenal because now you don't have the pressure of having to grow another social media channel. Everything is just imported over. Like I've tried, <clears throat> I've tried Twitter, you know, here and there in the past couple of years, but I'm just like, man, it, it's trying to grow another channel, which is kind of difficult. And it's not something that I wanted to do in that season, but with threads, everything is just imported over. So you have your same following. Uh, but it's going to be interesting to see, yes, you have all your same followers, but how is the algorithm going to allow you to expand out outside of that, right? So I think some of the things I've been seeing is like, look, a lot of celebrities, I think the example they used was like Zac Efron. On Instagram, uh -huh. he got like 20 million followers. Um, a couple of days ago on threads, he only had like 10,000. So the opportunity for you to interact with celebrities and people with big followings um, for organic engagement, it's there currently right now on Threads. So I, that's how I see 
me possibly using it. Um, yeah, it's very, very interesting stuff. I think it's time to build those relationships. That's something that's, yeah. and that's what I meant by that. The fact that you can still see actual threads and the only reason why those guys numbers is that low because everyone hasn't come over yet. A hundred percent. But as soon as they do give it about a month or so, then they'll be back up in the millions. Yeah. They'll never see your, your messages. That's another thing. They like DM, right? So yeah. that's maybe something Twitter has on top of it. They don't have a DM. It took Twitter like five, six years to get a DM. Uh, let's do something like that. Like three, mm. four years to get a DM feature. So with that being I don't said, think it take that long. Uh, I don't. They'll they'll do it within the mm. next couple months or so. I think they're just trying to figure out. Like I said, this is beta. This isn't. Yeah. This isn't like the full functionality and everything, but I, I, yeah, I'm expecting to see this to grow. And like I said, I believe Twitter, honestly, um, unless Mark, I mean, unless Elon is going to pump tons of money or maybe he somehow interlays Twitter to being an app that goes into Tesla's to where you can mm-hmm. like somehow get data sharing or some, some type of, you know, mm-hmm. something like that where it interplays payment service or something using Twitter. Other than that, Twitter's most likely going to be the next MySpace. Yeah, I mean, I would be interested to see like how many new user are Twitter is Twitter getting, because just from looking at the outside, I don't know too many people are just like, oh, I'm just going to make me a Twitter account. You know what I'm saying? It's you probably have already had Twitter for years, and you're just going to continue using it. Post the threads, people are going to make a new Threads account. Hundred percent. And they don't, even, they don't even have to make it. It's just integrate. You just press yeah. a button on Instagram. That's the thing. With Twitter, you have to go through and make it. You don't have to make this. Yeah. Man, that, that 360 deal that Mark Zuckerberg, if you delete this, you delete that, that's smart. Hey, Very smart. It's, good. It's, it's smart, man. Like I said, and, there's, and people said the metaverse uh, crashed and everything like that, just getting on this, but it's not done. This, mm-hmm. this thing isn't over. You People thought it was over. He just retreated a little bit, right? Step back. I was like, okay, let me be strategic here. Let me fall back. It's not going to work right now. Let me go build up a little bit, and then we'll come back again. Because at the end of the day, like I, I was telling someone, uh, another podcast we were on, but it's called the metaverse for a reason. Mm-hmm. Web3, metaverse, it's, it's, it's a big thing. And eventually, I think everybody's going to have to play in, in Meta's playbook. So... Mm-hmm. A hundred percent. Where? How are we on time right now? You wanna you wanna save the last topic for next week? You wanna continue? How are you feeling, bro? I think um, we're. What, what are we like? Twenty six minutes right now. Yeah. yeah you wanna keep going, or you wanna save it for next minutes. week? We can go. You wanna you wanna save it for next week? I don't wanna. We we'll, we'll save it for next week. We'll save it for okay. next week. We'll save this this last discussion. Um, automating your decisions. We'll, we'll give you guys a little teaser. You know, um, successful people are doing it every single day. You're right. They're limiting their the amount of decisions they have to make every day so they can focus and use their energy on the decisions that make the most sense or is that or is the most challenging, right? Uh, so we're gonna dive into that first thing next week. That will be our intro topic. You know, we you know you guys. You guys know we like to keep these episodes around 25 minutes, 30 minutes. So uh, very important that we discuss uh, the new Threads app and, you know, how that affects Twitter. 
also wanted to dive into fear and how you can overcome fear and really use it to your advantage. But stay tuned until next week. We're going to dive into some more other dope topics. And um, yeah, Jeremiah, anything else before we head out of here? No, man, just super appreciative of everybody, obviously, that's been giving all the support. Love that I see that. People have been sharing some clips with me when we release the clips and everything. Uh, give us some good feedback as well. We appreciate that. What I would ask is, hey, if anybody needs this information, share this with five people. You can mm -hmm. just send a video, right? It's easy to just either share it with the share button, like us, and then subscribe as well. That's what I'll ask. Appreciate everybody. 100%. With that being said, it's the Lagwell family. We'll catch you guys next week. Peace.